This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning. It's Freestyle Friday, and I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for December 3rd, episode 2822, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. To you live from Santa's workshop at the North Pole, everyone's favorite elves, Jamie Jumperbottom and Glenn Scooter Pops. Hello, Glenn. I'm so excited. I did something so cool yesterday. I rode my Andalusian, two and a half years old. All by himself for the first time. I like I've been I've sat on him a couple times now, but it was like a pony ride. Like Chad was leading me around. And yesterday I said, Okay, unclip. And so I he unclipped and he stepped away and I was like, start the video. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell like the first probably like 30 seconds, he's like, I don't, I can't move I, without being led, you know? And so I'm like, I clucking, you know, and I've done a lot of long lining trying to get him to understand that clucking means go forward, you know, and then you add a little leg with the clucking and you send him forward. And so, and he would like jump forward and stop and jump forward and stop and jump. Oh, okay. I'll just walk. <laughs> he just walked around by the end of it. It was great. I'm so excited. Yay. I actually, you Took know, the training I, wheels off. I did. I was like, I'm a big girl now. <laughs> so great. So I have these two two-year-olds and I, he's he's two and a half and and he and Stanley are one week apart in their birthdays. But if you look at the two of them, they're completely different horses. So Miles at two and a half in Andalusian is like very mature and his body is thick and good and big. And then you look at Stanley, who's a week younger than him. And he like, looks like a yearling. I don't, he just, he looks like a baby. So I decided I was like, I'll measure them and see how tall they are. And so I measured my Andalusian miles and I'm like, Oh, you made it to 15 two. And I was like, let me measure Stanley. He's 16 one. Really? Yes. I'm like, what just happened? You were just 15, three, like legs. a minute ago. <laughs> he is. And, and he's just very immature and, and he has an abscess right now, which, oh my God, he's going to die. Like he, <laughs> he broke his leg and he's, he just, just kill me. I'm, I'm just, I've had the vet out. She dug out the abscess. We've got the little thing out, but like now he's being soaked and animal index and all the things. And I'm having to like put a boot on him. And it's like, he's like, boom. And he has this like duct tape, you know, diaper boot on him. And he just holds his leg out like, ah, but my mother, like, it's a whip, he's huh? such a baby. And then here's miles. Like, Let's fight bulls. <laughs> Let's get in the arena. And so it's really, really great. And uh, also, as I note, I had the vet out this week. And 
Dave, who's my big horse that all you guys have helped with, um, Dave has been cleared to get back to work. He has really? put on over a hundred pounds. If you don't know who Dave is, you can send me a private message because I'm not putting anything out about his <laughs> real name or any of that stuff anymore. He's the one that caused me a whole lot of drama um, on social media. But anyway, Dave is and doing miraculously, great. he's getting better. And he's getting better. And it turns out that, you know, there are things that some trainers and and Dave did not run at the top of the list. This is really interesting, actually. There are some performance enhancing things that sometimes are given that add a whole lot of muscle, but take away the fat. So when they come off the track and all that muscle disappears and, and the drugs they turn into Dave. <laughs> yeah. And so when all of those things are out of their system, they all that muscle wastes away and then they turn into skeletons, which is what happened to Dave, which is why, you know, all the social media posts and the people being terrible uh, to me about everything. Anyway, side note, he's doing great. He's been cleared to go back to work. He had another Yay. chiropractic and acupuncture session, and I finally get to get started with him. And And it's funny because my vet's like, so what are your goals? And you know what? I'll do that as my daily Winnie. Okay. All right, good. Well, today coming up on the show, we have Julie Johnson. She's going to join us with an update on the Kim Wellness documentary called Mother Goose, the Kim Wellness Story. And we're going to do the signs we are an adult and some really bad ads on today's show. And I got news for you. We got it off easy today because the really bad ads are all being read by the listeners. We, we don't have to do any. So, you know, I, I, I'm tired. I'm, I'm thrilled. This is great. The less work we have to do on a Friday, the better. I just like listening to other people try this because it's just so entertaining. That's why I get why people like Friday shows because they're entertaining. We have a bunch of auditor birthdays this weekend. So happy birthday to Adrian Hansford, Colleen Nolan Tran, Anne Marbardy, 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 thank you, Aaron Makowitz, and Scott Kreidler. Happy birthday to all of you. And I only got one wrong. I'm doing good. <laughs> so you think. I don't know if I got it right. I just throw it out there and just commit to it and just own it. Um, my daily witty goes out to uh, Dave and my vet because she asked me, what would you say the goals are for this horse? And I said, well, now keep in mind, this horse came to me very skinny and pretty cripple and he's sort of lame. And, but we're, we've like worked on a lot of stuff, right? So, what would you say your goal is? And I said, well, I said, I envision on one hand, on, on the right hand, I envision myself galloping cross-country courses, jumping over big fences, going down and down the hill over the ditch <laughs> and up over the logs and then, you know, putting in a phenomenal dressage test before that and then going over the show jump course and she was like and when you go through the finish flags do you envision yourself sticking both middle fingers up in the air to the people that harass <laughs> you and I said yes that's exactly what I envision I said however on the left hand most likely 
Dave will only be a walk around, stand around trail horse for people that just like to have a beautiful, sweet, gentle nature. Like it's funny the the tech uh, that that is with my vet. She's talking to me, and she's like, "Oh my god." He's so sweet. He's just so nice. Like he puts his head in your chest. He's just, he's just so gentle and he's big and, and he's just, and I was like, I know it's like black beauty. I couldn't not <laughs> see him. I just, he's like black beauty. And then what would happen to Ginger, you know? Like, oh my God. And she's like, I know, right? Like, oh my God, I'm so glad you say because he's so great. And and everybody's helped me with all the, the finances and the funding and donating money to help. How them. the hell it's did you ever awesome. get a certification in anything? Do you know I... what's amazing is how am I making money every month? And I don't make a lot, but let's be honest. Like, I mean, my business model is terrible. Like... I should be training, buying, selling, teaching, all those things. And I'm like, I'll keep it and feed it and love it. Like that. I'd get 45 vet it. calls and farriers yeah. and chiropractors. and. Oh, my God. The farrier visits and the vet visits. It's constant. I have three. I currently have a rotation of three equine hospitals that come to my house. See, guys, I was basis. told early on in this relationship that I have with Jamie that I was not allowed to ask what the vet bills average every month. I was never allowed allowed to ask that. So if you've noticed over the years, I've never asked that question. So. No, that would be, that's like asking a girl how much she weighs. It sends her into trauma. It also sends the husband into trauma. So. Hey, how far along are you? I'm not pregnant. Like, that's like that kind of level. And so it doesn't matter. And you know what? It all comes out of my, my business. So Chad doesn't have to see any of it. He doesn't get to see it. It's well, my business. I, we know, Jennifer and I joke about this, you don't know this, but Jennifer and I joke about this because we know when the vet bills come in because that's the only time she cashes our checks that we send her for this show. <laughs> she cashes them all at once. <laughs> and it's like, oh, vet bill came. <laughs> Are you serious? Because I have three checks down there and the vet was out the, this week. Well, so. you better cash it soon. End of the year is coming. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we will do. I'll cash them all. Vet <laughs> bills are coming. Sure. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and then, you know, I have this horse, Drax, who is a off-the-track thoroughbred I adopted a couple of years ago, and he's come to an all-around awesome horse. And But except for he has this white, really terrible left front. Okay, it's a white hoof. And he loses his shoe because we have a pond and they go in the pond and play. And he like, there's probably 10,000 shoes in the bottom of that pond. And I can't keep a shoe on his left front. So the farrier was out here on Monday. And I was like, okay, let's set up another appointment because Drax is currently at four weeks and cross your fingers. He still has both his shoes. Like, it's amazing. His left front is still on. His left front still there. So let's set up an appointment for Monday because that'll be five weeks and we'll have to get him shot. I know he'll lose one by then. That jerk face lost one that afternoon and he lost the right front <laughs> so i call her i'm like hi uh can you come back and she's like no so uh she can't and then i had a horse and a hound horse come in that had one shoe on and and it was like a little twisted so i had to i had to pull it oh my god it, it looks or... easy when they do it doesn't it 
Oh my God, your farrier's a hero. I had to have Farm Boy hold this horse's leg up. I have one pair of nippers, but they're so rusted shut that it's like, pull them apart and push it together. And I'm like, uh, my shoulders are so sore today because I had to like, I was like, okay, you hold the foot. And I'm like trying to nip the nails underneath. Oh my God. Anyway, I got it off and I feel like a hero. And hey, Jennifer, I, uh, I got a Christmas present for Jamie. Yes, any <laughs> We need to send her a, a new pair of nippers. Yeah, send right. me anything to do that any easier because, <laughs> oh my God, I'm sore today. I, I actually, it took, I was so sweaty and it's not hot out. <laughs> I was like dripping wet with sweat. I'm like, Barrett, hold the foot. And, uh, farm boy has the foot. And he's holding the foot. And I'm like trying to nip it off and all this. And he's he's like, maybe if you try this. And I'm like, listen, I got this. And I was like, tried what he did and it worked. Uh, so I got the shoe off and I was like, Yes, I'm a hero. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm done for the day. There's nothing else I can possibly do. So that was my my. You said well, what's going on to your farm before the show, and there you go. There I, you go. The dramas, they're all there. Still, it never disappoints. But I know one thing: you do feed these horses that come in, and one of those things is Kentucky Performance Products. Oh yeah. So let's hear about them, and then we're going to come back with our first guest. <laughs> she swallowed hard as they walked into the start box. She could feel his muscles tense under her leg. Five, four, three, two, one. Have a great ride. She didn't have to ask. He galloped out of the box and across the field toward their first training level course. His ears pricked. Her heart pounded. He attacked each obstacle with confidence, clearing them with room to spare. A huge smile broke out on her face as she crossed through the finish flags. She leaned forward and buried her face in his neck. Their bond of love and trust blocked out all else. This love story is brought to you by Elevate. Research proven to have superior bioavailability. Elevate supplies the essential vitamin E often missing from the equine diet. Its all-natural formula supports healthy muscle and nerve functions. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, coming up next is Julie Johnson, and she's coming on to talk about, well, we've talked about this before, actually, on the show. As you know, Kim Walness, uh, who was an inventor and, you know, who had a horse that uh, we all know a little bit about, we're going to talk about today, and was Jennifer's instructor, by the way, when Jennifer was coming up through the ranks in the eventing world. So, Kim, we're pretty fond of Kim. I also did a special with her very recently on the Stable Scoop show about grief, and and uh, I looked up the numbers. It is the most downloaded Stable Scoop episode we'd ever done in 10 years. So I'll put a link to that in our show notes as well. But Julie is he- helping Kim with a project uh, that's putting a documentary together about Kim and about her horse and, and all of that. So hi, Julie. Hello, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Now, where in the world are you located? Uh, I'm a Canadian, actually, so I live in New Brunswick in the Appalachians up here. Oh, wow. And you said you were having a little storm. I'm assuming it's snow. We have had a lot of snow in the last 24 hours. Right now it's wind, which is why I'm worried about the connection. But Ah, gotcha. Okay, well, we'll hope we get through before you lose power. Um, I'm sure we will. So how do you know Kim? Uh, Kim and I have actually never met. 
I had a poster of her and the Grey Goose on my wall when I was a teenager and had just discovered eventing. So I have followed not just her career, but her personal life all these decades. And um, I ran a riding stable for a decade myself and had, uh, oh, I bet I've shown the, the film Sylvester probably over 40 times to groups of students. So, um, and then Kim and I, you know, once, once social media opened up and Kim has a great, great following on um, Facebook, especially she's got thousands of followers. Um, we started chatting a little bit more through social media and I realized that her story really needs to be told. And as a lot of her fans have said, I don't know why somebody like Disney hasn't stepped forward themselves and said, Hey lady, we need to tell your story. Um, <laughs> but they haven't yet. So in the meantime, we're all kind of struggling along trying to see a film made about her. So tell us, tell us what you know a little bit, uh, kind of the Reader's Digest version of her horse. Horse? Yep, Grey Goose. Is that what you said? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, the Grey Goose um, was an Irish horse that she got when she lived in Ireland. And I'm sure a lot of people that are listening already know about his incredible life. He just um, about 10 years ago was inducted into the UC, USCF uh, Hall of Fame. Amazing, amazing event horse. Um, and she only had the one horse. Uh, unlike even back then, but certainly unlike today, Kim Walnuts had one horse, made it to the top, went to the world championships, um, won Rolex, and this was one horse, no sponsor, and two little kids which was why Jack LaGoff called her the Mother Goose. That was my next question, was why (laughs) is it Mother Goose instead of the Grey Goose? You know, that makes sense. Well, the film film just has a working title right now, which is obviously the Mother Goose Project. Um, But we, we think using Mother Goose in it somewhere is perfect because Jack LaGoff's nickname for her was pretty perfect. She had these two little kids running around that she was trying to, you know, she, she used to have to school goose out in the, in her ring with the kids in a little playpen under a shady tree. You know, I mean, this was, this was how she, she worked. Yeah. Kim worked for everything she had. We'd have her come up to our farm when we lived in Pennsylvania and she'd do clinics. So she'd stay over for three or four days at a time. And that's where we really got to know Kim. Um, and got to spend a lot of time talking to her and got to know her story, uh, which is what we talk about in the Stable Scoop show that we did about losing her daughter. And, uh, you know, we, we really got to know about all the things. She has, she has a lifetime of stories. I mean, uh, we, we didn't get into it. Well, we got into it a little bit in the Stable Scoop show about after she lost her daughter to murder. Um, she had a tremendous accident and, uh, just in in Texas, and she would have been dead had not a car full of nuns pulled up right after the accident happened and saved her. So, I mean, there's just all these stories that Kim has that are something that you would think were made up. Um, but so, where are we at with the project of telling the documentary of telling her story? Where where are we at currently? Well, this we started this actually towards the end of 2016 and of course COVID hasn't helped it a lot but it has had some other stumbling blocks as well so we actually had a 
a teaser that was done by Tori Kelly, who you also interviewed um, a couple of years ago. And that was just running on the uh, Equus Film Festival last month. It had a lot of great, great views. Um, and then there's an, another teaser that is on Kim's website, thewayofthehorse.com. It's a great website. It tells all about her stories and what she does now for, you know, mentoring people. She's a life coach. She has this great philosophy that she does when she does riding clinics where, you know, I know you guys can explain it better than I can, but, you know, she she has a, a wonderful connection to all horses. And um, so this is on her website, and the other teaser is there. And basically, you can just Google Kim Walmus and, you know, thousands of of hits will come up where you can find different links to different interviews. She was not only a doubling for Melissa Gilbert in Sylvester, but she was also in that movie that David Hoffman did, um, the film about, um, well, it wasn't just about eventing, it was about all equestrian Olympic disciplines. Um, so she's she's been in a couple of films like that and where you can really get a feel for what we want to tell in the documentary is, is just a little glimpse into her eventing life, you know, some hoof-poundingly exciting moments there. And then we want sort of the, the tear-jerking moments that she's had to face with her challenges with, with the abduction and the murder of her daughter, Andy, uh, with the, the car crash. Um, there have been a couple other challenges she's had to deal with physically. And then sort of ended with, with this heartwarming story of this woman who just keeps giving and giving to other people and um you know she she remains dedicated and optimistic and and she inspires thousands every day what what help do you need what do you need right now we have and i'd like to just announce this for the first time we have one sponsor now who has come forward biostar Thank you very much to, to Tigger Montague. A lot of you will know her and oh, use yeah. her amazing products. Well, not only that, she has a show on our network, the Healthy Fabulous. Critters Radio Show. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's right. Fabulous. Yeah, Biostar has come forward and said that they will be happy because Kim has always used Biostar products, um, really believes in Tigger. I think as far back as the Grey Goose, she was using um, some of these healthy products. I am so excited for, about this. Talk about worlds coming With together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. But you yeah, also need a filmmaker, excited. right? You need somebody to help we, with the filmmaking. We need, we need both. We need another sponsor or two, um, because Biostar obviously can't, can't do this level of a documentary on their own. We certainly can't. So we, we've had... One filmmaker has had to back out for personal problems. Another one has had health issues. Um, they've already done a great job for for the the project, but we do need another really passionate filmmaker who wants. Oh my to God! I know the exact right person do for you? that job. You do. <laughs> Her go. name is Ashley Avis. She did the Black Beauty movie. You need to call her. She My is goodness. in the midst of a Mustang documentary. She is a, ho- I did the, we were at the movement with her at Monty's, uh, Monty Roberts Ranch. Maybe over we the, could get her the, the information and put them together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Send me the information. I'll forward it to her people. And I'm sure she has people. So, <laughs> but okay. uh, she is a she is a horse girl through and through. She did a whole. Um, she's working on her documentary about the Anaki wild horses and saw a mother get, a mare get separated from her foal and and she ended up saving both and adopting both of them and like oh my, oh my yeah I mean it's just, she's like the biggest heart in the world and and any any uh, horse thing. We should talk about this later. Yeah, we'll talk about this off air, but that's that's (laughs) promising. I mean, and we do need another couple sponsors. We have people that listen to this that that could do that. So, Julie, we're going to have to let you go, but we'll put links in the show notes. If anybody wants to help out, just email me at glenn at horseradionetwork.com, and I will forward the information on to Julie. And uh, I want to see this done. I want to see this made. You know, none of us are getting any younger. I mean, yeah. we need to see this made while Kim is still with us, too. Not that she's going anywhere Absolutely. soon, but, you know, Absolutely. we can't wait. Let's not wait another 15 years. Let's get it done now. No, so. no we want to we wanna see this done while it, while it can still bring some joy to her and also maybe help her a bit as, as she's still teaching clinics out in the freezing cold, and we'd like to see her maybe have a warmer climb somewhere to do that. In. <laughs> yes, away from Pennsylvania, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, thank you, Julie. Appreciate you being on, and good luck in the storm. Thank you so much, Glenn and Jamie. Thanks very much for having me on. Absolutely. Good luck. Kim is just an incredible lady. We always story. Her her story is just. I mean, I I got to meet her at Rolex one time, and and you would. She's so unassuming. And she's tiny. And unassuming. And she's tiny, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know who she was because I mean, I don't know her. I know her as you know the rider on the gray goose, you know, I don't know her as this lady walking around in a raincoat, you know, right. you were like, that's Kim Wallace. And I was like, what, <laughs> what? And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so happy to meet. So cool. Like, I guess she's just such an amazing woman. What a cool story. And, and, and what a cool story about a bunch of women trying to get this one woman's story told, you know? And I think that's the kind of, world that I want to live in is where women women are supporting women and women are helping other women and 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 bringing to light these great stories because we and all this, have stories. I mean if it's done right this is a mainstream movie I mean because oh, of yeah. all the other things that happen in her life not just the horse stuff but yeah I mean I mean who crashes almost dies and has a, a car full of nuns save them I mean yeah. I mean there's just so many stories there and you know we we get I, I'll put the link to the Stable Scoop episode, too. Now, that's a serious episode. We spent an hour talking about grief and how to deal with it and how to live through it. And uh, it was a it was a tearjerker in spots. So definitely, but it was also very inspirational because she's inspirational. Um, so I'll put a link to that Stable Scoop episode if you haven't listened yeah, to it. Yeah, she should call Ashley Avis. Oh, my gosh. We need so to funny. do that. Let's set that up by email and we'll get the... We'll get that done. I'm sure, I'm sure she loved me. Like, by the way, here. Here's another project for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really know her, but I, you know, I've met her. <laughs> so, here, I'm just going to put a, you know, a, a, what do they call it, a treatment? I'm just going to slide a treatment under your door. <laughs> like, I know people. <laughs> Although, if it's a good movie prospect, they're always looking for those. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I know one of the products that you also use over there for the new horses coming in is American Harvest Products Premium Hemp Extracts and their new product line, Equine Hemp Pellets. And I know that you've seen some of the horses. These are uh, CBD pellets. This is one of the reasons we liked this company when they came to us about advertising is they are in pellet form, which is not something you see. Usually it's the oil. 
so with these pellets, you can see a faster recovery from performance activities, a feeling from relief from inflammation or pain, a sense of calmness or reduced nervousness, and ease of digestion. And I think you're starting to see that in some of your horses now. Well, what, I've, I've got Zeus on it because... He, I remember when we, we talked to the American Harvest people and we talked to Darren about his experience with it. It was, he was like, you know, if your horse is like, you know, a 10, it'll bring him down to a five kind of thing. And for the first time ever, I went to feed yesterday morning and Zeus did not slam his foot on the gate in anticipation of food. Like he just, I don't know. And how long has he been on? About a week? A week. Yeah. And I put him in the stall, and I mean, he still messed with the latch and stuff, but he was like, I don't know, just better. It was just better. So I'm hoping that it continues to just bring him a little sense of like, bring down the anxiety level guy. Just calm down. That's why I said to him, just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. <laughs> well, I hope Get it works for him. He needs some. He needs a break from his own head. <laughs> he's like, he's like an ADHD kid. He's like, oh my god, there's a squirrel. Yeah, no, we gotta get over this gate there. I need to have any food, and then I want to go get rid of. And being one of those, it's tiring. Being one of those kids, let me tell you. It's, it's you know, what's more tiring is being one of those kids' parents. <laughs> I tell you that. So the natural uh, equine hemp pellets are vet formulated, produced from natural hemp, and manufactured with potent raw CBD and no chemical processing, obtaining a palatable flavored pellet. Just smell like weed, though. Like when it does. In the container, I was like, oh, <laughs> like I mean, I haven't smelled weed. They're, since they're like sending some weed. right now for Nigel, so we're going like that smells like weed, but like that's what it is, right? So there you go. Uh, if a liquid application is more convenient, they do have that too. So you can get the little droppers with the premium hemp extract. Right now, ha- we have a special giveaway just for Horse Radio Network listeners. They're offering a 90-day f- supply of American Harvest Equine products for one Horse Radio Network listener. To enter is very simple. Visit the link in the show notes to sign up. It's a long link, so I'll put it in the show notes. Just click. Scroll on over there and click it, and you too can, be, can become a lucky winner. Just sign up today, and we're going to pick a winner on the show, the first show, I think, at the beginning of January, so right after the holiday break. So buy online today. You can also do that at store.alltech.com or any Hubbard dealer. All right, so I, I came across, for some reason, there's been a rash of these articles coming out about signs you're an adult. This is how, you know, ways you know that you're really adulting now. Uh, now, I sometimes feel like <laughs> I'm just a... Sc- <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's me. Carry on. All right, we'll see how many of these apply to horse people and regular people and everybody. But uh, these aren't necessarily horsey. Um, but I sometimes, even at the age of 60, see some of these things and, and realize that I'm an adult now. Because, you know, I still have the brain of a 16-year-old. So sometimes you just... It, it dawns on you, wow, that's an adulting thing. And the... Considering the job we have, you know, sometimes it doesn't seem like we're adulting. That's so, um, true. You know? Any little bit helps. <laughs> exactly. So how about Ikea has become your Disneyland? I don't know if you like Ikea, but Jennifer and I were just talking the other day that we hadn't been to Ikea in a long time and we need to go. It's like a fix. I hate it. You do? I hate it. Well, because I walk in and I want everything yeah. and I buy everything and then I get them home and I'm like, God, I put these stupid things what? together. Like, no. What brilliant marketer came up with that too? Can you imagine going to the bank and saying, we're going to build a store that's the size of two football stadiums and we're going to build it in a way that once people get in, they can't get out. They have to go through the entire store to get out. And I can hear the bankers going, that'll never work. 
Just, and then, by the way, they're going to buy stuff, but we're not going to put it together. No. It's just going to be the box. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to give them instructions that are not in English and make no sense at all. So, mm-hmm. and guess what? They're going to come back and buy more. <laughs> and it's crappy furniture, too. And so they're going to have to come back and buy more because it's going to fall apart after two years. And yet, it's a destination. We all go and we all buy the crappy stuff. So, there you go. Sleep goes from being your nemesis, who you avoid because it's wasting time, to your friend, who you wish would come even more often. <laughs> so that is. So I just true. wish once I went to sleep, I stayed asleep. Yeah, we both had that problem. Yeah. If all the work emails you've read and written were placed side by side, they would cross the Atlantic Ocean and back. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. so true. Memories of how you're going to feel Sunday morning actually begin to factor into your decisions for a Saturday night. Oh, like it's eight o'clock. Why am I not home? Like I remember. This what I this what I like to say. We used to drink to like ramp up, you know, to like go out, like have some drinks and then go out, drink a ramp up, and now I drink to ramp down. <laughs> That's a good one. We yeah. need to add that one. <laughs> Yeah, used to drink to get going. Now I drink to stop. <laughs> or when I drink, I stop. It doesn't. It's it gonna go hand in hand. A Christmas sweater with a reindeer on it feels like a good idea, and you're not being ironic. <laughs> nah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I am there, not with that, but I am there with Hawaiian shirts, and I live in Florida, so I am the typical old guy Florida right now. I like. Do your socks shirts. pulled up with shorts on? Uh, no, I have. I do have s- socks, but I push them down, so I don't. Do you wear socks with sandals? No, I don't do that okay. either. But then right. I don't wear you're sandals not, much because we have fire ants, and I just. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. You would though. <laughs> this next one is me. Oh, it really? Yeah. You have a favorite spatula. This one cracked <laughs> me up. <laughs> That's what I laughed at when I saw this list. You have a favorite spatula. Yes. And, you know, I have three that, like, rotate between. It depends on what I'm cooking. Like, I have my egg spatula. And <laughs> God, I'm so old. Carry on. And, uh, the spatula I love, I do have a favorite, is the kind of half-roundy one. Kind of has a curve to it. I like that one the best. I don't. Here we are talking about spatulas. We are old. Move on. Move on. Ninety three percent. This is more like ninety nine percent for horse people. Ninety three percent of photos in your phone are of your pet or your baby. It's ninety nine percent for horse people. It's, and it's all of the pets, not the baby. Uh, so yeah. I love the the rest of that, though, is the remaining pictures are things you're trying to sell on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace to make room for your pet or baby. And that's <laughs> also true with me. Now, the next one, I've got to take to the side a little bit. The thought of buying a new sofa or kitchen appliance makes you as giddy as a 12-year-old at a Justin Bieber concert. Well, I have to tell you what I'm doing tomorrow night. What are you doing? Justin Bieber concert? No. Oh, <laughs> It was my birthday, and I got this as a birthday present. There is one artist. I, I spent a lifetime in country music, in, uh, 10 years in country music, pop music, rock music, and I've been to so many concerts, but I have never seen Tim McGraw. And I celebrate his entire collection. I find him very attractive, and he's a phenomenal and singer. Isn't he your neighbor? That's Toby Keith. Oh, oh sorry. And, and country, I don't find him any of those things. <laughs> uh, so I, I love Tim McGraw. And so for my birthday, Chad gave me tickets to go see Tim McGraw. Yay! Yay! It's Saturday night. But guess where it is? Where? Yeah, I want you to pull up uh, your maps on your phone and type in Durant, Oklahoma. 
What? Durant, if you're normal. Durant, if you're from there. D-U-R-A-N-T, Oklahoma. Uh, this sounds like it has a huge stadium in Durant. It's, it's a casino. <laughs> Durant, <laughs> Oklahoma. So, um... Saturday night, I am going to Durant, Oklahoma, or Durant, if you're from there, Durant, Oklahoma, to a casino to watch a Tim McGraw concert. And it's two hours away, so we are spending the night in Durant, <laughs> At the Oklahoma. casino? You're going to stay at the – it's the Choctaw Casino? I guess. I don't Choctaw know. Choctaw Casino and Resort. Look at you. Yeah, stepping so, out big time. Um, we're not staying there because the night of the Tim McGraw concert, the tickets, uh, the hotel rooms are $500. <laughs> oh so God. we're staying at a quality inn for $200. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the bed fine. bugs and you have to pay $200. Too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pay $200 to, to get them. I did tell Chad, I was like, so um, do you think that maybe you can wear like a tight white t-shirt and some Wranglers and maybe a black cowboy hat? And he's like, no. <laughs> I, I like you to wear that around all the time, actually. Thank you. <laughs> Carry on. Well, you'll Come have next. fun at that. That'll be great. We'll hear about that on Monday. Um, uh, so this is so true of Jennifer and I. You start cushioning all vacations with an extra day off for recovery time. We do that. Oh, yeah. We definitely do that. It's like, okay, we, we're doing this cruise over the holidays. Is there a day between when we get home and when we start work again? So. Yeah, you need to come home on Saturday, for sure. <laughs> Classical music becomes this weird, welcomed breather. Doing the dishes becomes your relaxing getaway, and you'd pay $50 for an hour of silence. I think that's true of moms, right? Um, no, I don't like, I'm not classical music yet. Yeah. No. no, not me. Uh, you care about gas prices. <laughs> that's, that's true. What's the app, Chad, with the gas prices? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, I have it. What is it called? What's the app? Get Upside. It's like, it's what we do for gas now. Oh, I have Gas Buddy. So, gas Buddy, okay, yeah. yeah. Get Upside, they actually give you money back. Oh, really? So, okay. I'll send you the, the I'll send you the link because then we get credit. You are <laughs> so, freaking old. Yeah, right? <laughs> and you know, Just I used like, to, we used yeah. to joke about how our parents only talked about the gas prices. They would drive 25 miles to get 30 cents cheaper a gallon. And here we are talking about gas prices. You uh, know what, though? I, like... I was a kid when, when I was younger and I had no money and not a kid, like up until I was 25, I would go to the gas station and put like a dollar 12 yep. in, in my in car. Pennies. You know? <laughs> and, 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 and now I'm like, fill it up. Yeah. I don't, whatever. I just, I can't, I can't live on the edge like that anymore. I just need a full tank of gas. I, I get halfway. I'm like, Oh my God, where's the, where I need diesel. I need diesel. Where's diesel? <laughs> Jennifer's still the one that lets it go to E and beyond. Oh, God, no. Yeah. I can't stand yeah, the pressure. But again, I have diesel, so. Uh, the, these, you know, along with favorite spatula, here's a couple other things. You have a favorite mug. I think we all mm, have a favorite yeah. mug, yeah. You have a, this doesn't apply to me, but you could maybe you talked about this one. You have a favorite bra. Do you? Do, my I'm white not, Adidas sports bra is my favorite, so much so that I bought two more. So, so now I have you do have favorite, favorite bras. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have favorite underwear. Yes, clearly. You have a favorite bourbon or whiskey because when you were younger, it was a favorite beer or wine. Now you're graduated to bourbon and whiskey. Yes, uh, I like Pendleton's whiskey myself. Chad, what's your favorite bourbon? Didn't we buy him some on the trip we were together in Lexington? He's currently drinking Four Roses. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, and then you yeah, understand bourbon at the uh, distillery that we went that's to. Right. Uh, yeah, whatever. 
And then well, the final yeah, is his favorite, he says, but that's not the one we went to. We went to the uh, another one. Yeah. And the final thing is, you now understand what your parents meant when they said, you'll understand when you're older. <laughs> it's so true, too. God. <laughs> I work so hard to not be my mother, though. I really do. It's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Try really hard, especially after your Thanksgiving. Now we have been hearing really good things for listeners about Equiderma Dry Shampoo. It's called Daily Defense. It's now available at Equiderma.com. The all-natural ingredients attack and kill all bacteria and fungal infections that cause most equine skin ailments. Give it a try, like so many of our listeners have. I mean, we truly have heard from listeners about this one. Equiderma offers a hundred percent happiness guarantee. If anything fails to meet your expectations in any way, just let them know and they refund your money. Visit Equiderma.com. For details on the Equiderma dry shampoo called Daily Defense, I want to remind everybody December 13th in the evening at 7 30 is the concert coming up. It's our holiday concert with Templeton Thompson and Sam Gay. We have over $4,000 in prizes we're going to give away that night, including somebody's going to win their choice of any Wintech saddle. That's right. You get your choice of any Wintech saddle, including a close contact, dressage, whatever you want. You get to pick from the saddle collection. That's up to a $1,500 value, but you do have to tune in. You do have to watch. It's going to be on all the Facebook pages that we have, basically, but you can go to Horse Radio Network Facebook page. It'll be there. You can watch the concert live. We'll have the sign-up link right there. You just go sign up, and then we're going to pick winners all between the songs all night long, and we are doing at 7.30 before the concert at 8. We're kind of having a pre-show. What's that called when the first guy comes in that's not very good and then the front oh, the, band. The warm-up act. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're know. doing a warm-up act. We're doing a trivia competition with our auditors, so we're going to do... You said it's not very good, though. You said the warm-up act is not very good. Yeah. Well, but I don't know how good this is going to be. I did not write the trivia questions this time, so it's probably better. So <laughs> <laughs> it'd probably be good. But Lisa Wysocki and I are going to lead that one, and it is a fundraiser for Lisa Wysocki's charity for Colby's Army as well. So we hope you join us then. Um, the recipe, I am making it that you did the other day, by the way, which everybody's talking about. Um, I'm going. Yes, I know. It's summer recipe, and most of you are having a lot of winter right now. Most of us are. But Glenn said, what's a recipe of something you make? And this is it. So, well, do you drink why. beer in the winter time? Yes. Do you drink it warm? No. So, what's the difference? So, we're gonna. I'm gonna make it. What we're gonna do for these recipes? We have a. We have. Uh, we have our cowgirl coming on next week. I think to do a recipe. So, I'm gonna make them on Sunday, and then I'm gonna do a taste testing. I'm gonna taste it first on the show on Monday. So, I'm gonna taste your recipe on Monday's show. So, you're gonna get a live reaction of what I thought. So, okay. I'm gonna. That's how we're going to do that. Don't forget Ask me how much I care about your reaction. <laughs> the swag store is open also, <laughs> hrnstore.com, to get all of your swag for Christmas gifts and stuff. We can You can get the HRN logo or the Horses in the Morning logo or our really cool scooter design for the holidays. That's all available at hrnstore.com. All right, real quick before we get to really bad ads, I have two short Radiothon songs that were done in the past. We're going to bring back some favorites here. And Lynn did this one, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Dashing through the snow, behind my horse on my skis, o'er the fields we go, oh, final rest my knees, bells on a long tail ring, making spirits bright, what fun to listen to, HRN and Radio Sun tonight, 
O-H-R-N with Glenn and Jen and Dr. Wendy. Everyone on the morning show knows Jamie cannot sing. Radio Fun is the bomb. Great weather be the least away. There are not some sponsors with prizes to give away. Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to all of our horse radio family. I think that's going to be on your tombstone. <laughs> Jamie, she could not it. sing. <laughs> Aside from that line, I thought it was really good. <laughs> we all know she can't sing. Yeah, know. Thank you. Well, you know why I picked that best of. All right, here's another one. And I don't know who did this one because it was in the middle of a package and they didn't say, so I'm not sure. Happy holidays. Precious Magic Gallop Jennings, the wild Mustang, had a very bouncy lope. And whenever Jamie asked her, she would buck and say, yeah, nope. (laughs) All of the other horses listen well to Jamie's ways. Luckily, Mrs. Jennings has leg muscles for days. Then one year round Christmas Eve, Coach Jen came to say, Jamie, please hold on so tight. Don't fall off and eat dirt tonight. Then precious Magic Gallop Jennings, the wild Mustang, <laughs> learned to canter gracefully. Soon she'll be driving carriage and maybe jumping at Grand Prix. Happy Radiothon, everybody. <laughs> oh my god for those who don't know precious magic gallop jennings was a pony that uh, a wild pony that i had in my advanced course at monty's and then when the course was over i just took her home on like a business model you know like who wants a <laughs> wild little pony anyway the first 20 times i asked her to canter i didn't have a saddle some whole enough so i had to do a bareback oh my god she bucked me like she bucked for days, thank you, days and days, and I stuck it. I'm not falling off a twelve-two hand pony, dang it! But oh my god, yeah, everybody made fun of my leg muscles. <laughs> They're not there anymore. Precious Gallop, what was it again? So her Precious name at Monty's was Precious, and then we came home and I let Lucas name her. Oh, that's and right. And he called her Precious Magic Gallop Jennings. We had so much fun with that name over the years. <laughs> really and did. she, by the way, update on Precious Mary yeah. Gelb Jennings. She is still in San Diego living her best life really? with a little girl. Yeah. Yep. They, little girl they, loves her. They, little girl loves her. The parents, so the parents had two horses, uh, both like 15 hand kind of ugly black horses. So they got their daughter this like 13 two hand ugly black horse. So they all ride around together as ugly black horses. And it's awesome. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> All right, you want to give away some prizes? We're going to do that today. Let's do it. All right, I have. Now, uh, are the ones that are that entered today entered for these yes, prizes, yes. or are they for the next one? Nope, they're entered for the prizes today. And I okay. had an auditor earlier in the day in the auditor room pick the winning numbers. So we're going to get oh, to man. that. And let's hear from this now. Right after I play the bumper for Really Bad Ads, our sponsor for Really Bad Ads. Uh, did a song two years ago, and they sang it themselves. And this guy's the boss of the company, and they wrote this and sang it, so you're going to hear that too. Oh, that's awesome. Pay it- I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing, and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. 
Well, if they're talking in circles in the D-Lane Square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading the horse trading. Happy holidays from horselovers.com. Here's a song to spread a little Yuletide cheer. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my barn made show to me. Twelve ropers roping, eleven trainers training, ten hunters jumping, nine mares be offing, eight kids a grooming, seven stalls need cleaning, six foals a sleeping, five snaffle bits, four neighing colts, three French mares, two Cleveland bays, and a saddle from horselovers.com. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> They wrote that and sang it in the warehouse. (laughs) Was that all the whole thing they did, or did they do it from all the way up? I think that was all they did. I think that was the one verse. (laughs) Thank God. Go lose your mind doing that. Yeah, 12 Days of Christmas is a long song. That's the one they used to play for people to go to the the DJs to go to the bathroom at Christmas. Uh, (laughs) All right. So, Colleen. Actually gave us the winning Colleen gave us the winning numbers. So we're gonna tell you what the prize is, and then I'm gonna look at the list and we're gonna tell you who won these prizes. So coming up first, we had the Kensington Uviator catch mask with ears and removable nose and forelock opening. This is an $80 mask. It's as sciencey as a fly mask can get. Get. Yes, it has UV and all that stuff, and we've been telling you about it for a month. So uh, she picked, let me get the spreadsheet up here, she picked the number one for this. So it's between one and 211. So the number one is Alexandra Lanier. So Alexandra wins. Congratulations, Alexandra. Good job. You're going to have a fly mask for next season when it gets uh, warm and buggy again. Unless you live in Florida, and we still have the bugs. All right, so the next one up is a C4 belt gift pack with a retail value of $104. You're going to get a couple of belts, uh, socks, and a, uh, a belt buckle, all of that. And the next number picked was 210 because uh, she obviously likes to mess with me like you do. The winner is none other than Lorene Barden. Lorene! Yay, yay. Lorene! She sends in enough ads. I'm glad she won something. Good job, Lorene. And what's the final one here? What's the final prize? Uh, It's the Da Vinci Bridal and Rain Set worth $78. You get to pick which Da Vinci Bridal and Rain Set fits you, and they have a bunch of them to choose from. So uh, let's see who's going to win that. Number 123. Number 123 is Summer Finn. So congratulations to Summer. You win that Da Vinci Bridal set. And uh, congratulations, everybody. Thank you to horselovers.com. Go there right now for all your holiday shopping needs. They have over 120,000 products to pick from. And they have a complete holiday gift section right there on the homepage. So head on over there today, horselovers.com. All right, we got off easy today <clears throat> because the really bad ads that are submitted by our listeners, we usually get the the ad themselves and we have to read them. The listeners, however, get double the credit if they actually read the ad themselves and send them to us. And today it's all listener read ads. So let's listen to the first one from Sarah. Hi, my name is Sarah and I'm calling for the horses in the morning with two really bad ads. Um, the first one is for a trailer looking for a metal unicorn pumper pull 
three-horse trailer with tack room. I will travel for the right one. Budget is almost insulting to a seller, but my only requirement besides the above is in all caps, SAFE. UGLY is totally okay. And the next one is for an ISO for a horse. ISO, looking for my forever horse. Super well broke, maybe Palomino, buckskin, or paint. Something flashy, of course. Gelding preferred. The taller, the better. Age doesn't really matter, but prefer between 3 and 16. Thanks. There you go. Did she say a, <laughs> like pumper pull? That's what I thought she said. <laughs> butt skin is what I thought she said? Like, yeah. that, I think great. that's what she said. <laughs> Rebecca sent this one in. Hmm. Hi, guys. This is Bex from Colorado. Um, I oh, have a Bex. really bad ad from horseclicks.com and this is from Aurora, Colorado and this is a gainted pony paint. Gainted. He has a lot of go and wants to please you. He could definitely be a good horse with an intermittent ridding skill. <laughs> he also neck rain like wet rain and back up. That's it. Uh, he's 42, does say that. And he, there's a picture of a young gal who I'm guessing wrote the ad and a paint pony head on looking really sad. But uh, <laughs> we're just not very impressed. Anyway, so if anyone has intermittent ridding skills, which I think is you like to get rid of things, but only every now and again, um, he might be the horse for you. Thanks. <laughs> Like when they do the when they do the commentary for us too. I we don't need to add anything. <laughs> no, I, when they do the commentary for us, it really makes our job easy. All right, Abby sent this one in. Hey, hey, Jamie. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Abby. All right, here's a bad ad. It's for a horse trailer. It is an in stock 1990 unknown three horse slant load for seventeen hundred dollars in Arcadia, Florida. All right, it is a three horse slant load trailer. Needs work. You're a no. I had to put something in order to post. No title must being to weigh station to register. Had brand new tires, but they sat too long in the Florida sun. $1,700 or best offer. Well, that's about it. Uh, nice thing is, at least in this picture, they've mowed the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Had brand new tires, but they aren't anymore. <laughs> It is true. You leave your. I used to be 120 pounds, so <laughs> there's that. Down here, you cannot let your tires out in the sun; they just die. <laughs> oh, yeah, Arizona too had tire yeah. covers. Yeah, uh, Sharon sent this one in. This is Sharon, and I'm embarrassed to say that I have an ad here from California. Uh, the price <laughs> listed is twelve dollars, which might be a mistake, but in looking at the rest of the ad, maybe it's not. Um, first of all, the photo is taken in from a truck with the window still rolled up. They couldn't even be bothered to roll down the window. So you see a lot of the interior of the truck in the side mirror, which is actually bigger than the horse because they took this photo through a chain link fence from at least 75 feet away. So the horse is tiny and to boot has its head down. And the ad in its entirety reads, Lusitano Gelding, $12.00. Brown Lusitano gelding for experienced rider. No age, nothing else. 
$12. So what's going on? I don't know. Maybe this chain link fence is because he's some kind of carnivore and ate a couple people and Jurassic Park. Maybe they just want to get rid of him for $12 or for pricing him at $12. They just couldn't be bothered to get out of the truck and take a better photo. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but there you have it. That is all. I saw a horse ad the other day and I was like, are you trying to like, it's like, are you trying to actually sell that? Cause that photo is terrible. It's like a picture of a horse like half a mile away. You're like, I can't even see it. I can't even see it. Yeah, so they do that all the time. Can you bother to get all the truck? Sure. Well, it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> $12. This is Laura. Hello, Glenn and Jamie. This is Laura from Oregon. Hello. And this ad came from Facebook Official Oregon Horses. Uh, so... There's a lot of run-on sentences, some punctuation, some of it night where it's supposed to be. So um, here goes, and we'll see if you can decipher it. I do not need more horses, period. So Lacey is looking for a new pasture, period. This is what I know, period. Quick break, dumped at auction, period. Friend got her, space, comma, she bites your boot when riding and does a pop-up rear when frustrated, comma, to me, no big deal, period. I'm working. My daughter says she's getting fat, space, comma, cut her feedback, comma, no, mom, she's getting fat, space, period, space. I come home. I look at her. She's pregnant, period. So to me, this explains the attitude while writing, comma, who knows? I never seen it, just heard about it, period. My plan, buddy her up with the horse, then put her in the herd after quarantine, period, well, it never happened, comma, and I won't turn random horses out with my herd. No space, period, small. I did put her in a field with a hot wire, comma. She understands that space, comma, completely sweet to be around from the ground. I've never rode the horse. Now she's packing a foal I absolutely do not need, period. I went back on her papers to find out her last foal was a blue roan, period. Call APHA, no breeding reports, space, comma, no transfer, dot, dot, and I'm no paint breeder, space, comma. So seriously, what am I doing with this horse, question mark? What I would like <laughs> I was to asking the same thing. And what caught my eye was T, return, capital B, space, side, she is halo bread, period. Nice mare that's lived by herself that I don't need, space, period, period, space. I have no idea who the daddy is, space, period. Go play detective. I don't have time for it, comma. You <laughs> might get a registered foal if you track it all down. No space, period, no space. She's been here since July or August living by herself, space, period. So there you go. She might be in full. She might have good papers and she might bite you in rear when ridden. Have fun. Bye. I don't even understand what I just heard. Like, I was like, is she selling a foal? Is she selling a mare? Like, is it a Marianne foal? I don't know. There was a roller coaster. Yeah. It was a journey you just took me on. Yeah. Yes, it was. And it was too long. The ad was way too long. Could have just said unknown mare with foal. There you go. Figure it out yourself. There, I, I did it in one sentence. <laughs> uh, Kayleen, I think it's Kaylin, sent this one in. Come on, Kaylin. Hello, this is Kaylin from yeah. Iowa. I have a bad Craigslist ad from Louisville. 
titled Wanted Broke Horse, $1,200. No punctuation, no capitalization at all. I am looking for a broke horse that I can ride round my frame and down trail with two L's. I would love to have a young horse. I don't have trailer. So if you are close, I will ride home. If not, then you will have to haul it for me. PLZ, text me if you know someone or have a horse for sale. Okay, riding the horse home. All right, have a great day. Bye. Oh my God. We've had a rash of those lately in these ads. People wanting to ride the horse home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's hope they're not going three states away. Um, Lorene sent the final one today. And look, it pays to send them in every week. Lorene won. Good morning. It's Lorene Barton. And I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this is a Craigslist. I'm going to interrupt Lorene. For longtime listeners, you know that Lorene would always do these ads in the diesel truck while driving someplace to the barn. <laughs> and it, we could barely hear Lorene. And we picked on her so much about it. I noticed in the last couple now it's been perfectly quiet. There's no diesel running in the back. She, she learns. Yeah. Ad. And the title reads GSD for for GSD for horse. Looking to trade an awesome four-year-old German Shepherd dog purebred AKC long-haired red and black for a horse. The horse has to be kid-friendly broke, 15 hands or bigger. Okay, so talk about have no soul. This person is evil. Who would trade their baby dog, their little puppy, for a horse. Not only do they want to trade their awesome German Shepherd for a horse, but they want a kid-friendly broke horse. Like I said, can't have a soul because this person needs to be beat up. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Lorene is from New Jersey. That's how they handle things there. I really like your horse. You want to take my dog? Although at the price of some of those purebred uh, German shepherds, it's probably worth more than a horse, actually. So, oh my god, uh, the prices—that's uh, another thing during COVID that has gone up—is the price of purebred dogs have just skyrocketed. You for a standard poodle now, it'll be three to five thousand dollars. That's insane. Go to the shelter. <laughs> I, know. I know, but the designer dogs are even worse. You know the. Designer city oh, dogs, I call them. Yeah. So my my aunt, I met her new dog. Uh, she has one of those. Their second um, poodle, golden doodle. Golden doodle. Yeah, so they're hugely she, popular. She ha- well, she had this huge one, and she's getting up there in age. And at that one knocked her over a few times. You know, so they went back to the breeder, and they're like, "We want um, a golden doodle, but we want the the golden to be bred to like a small poodle." And they were like, "Okay, oh, yeah, we have one of those." So they get this puppy and they take it home. This dog is bigger than the first one. <laughs> it is like a horse. It is ginormous. And they've let the hair grow. It's like, it's a giant puffball, And it is huge. I mean, huge. It, it came up past my belly button. It's like, it, I'm like, hello. We're kind of sniffing my boobs. Like, it is so huge. <laughs> They're and usually like, yeah, friendly. It's to- very friendly. Yeah. But it's just, 
an eighty year old woman doesn't need a hundred and twenty pound dog. <laughs> or whatever. They got that wrong. It wasn't a baby. It wasn't a little toy poodle. I'm like, didn't you get it from like a reputable breeder and pay a ton of money? Yep. Yep. Ten grand yep. for that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's amazing that when you think about what we used to pay for horses when we were kids, and you used to get the dog at the shelter for twenty five bucks, and now we're spending ten thousand dollars on dogs. You know what? We have several dogs that are seniors at this point, and Chad and I were talking about our next dog, and he's like, "What breed do you want?" Like, what? And I was like, "I want to go to the shelter. I want to take one out of a shelter." And he's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yes, that's the best dogs we've had." I'm like, "We paid good money for that a hole." I was like, <laughs> "The ones that are we paid for are awful. The ones that are like disasters." And you, like you don't know what that breed is. I don't know. That that's the best dog we have. So that we're was, doing that. That was true of ours too. All through the years, the best dogs we had were the ones from shelters. Yeah. Our best dog is half border collie, one fourth Australian cattle dog, and one fourth corgi. <laughs> and she's the best dog in the world. <laughs> and I have this anything that's one fourth corgi. <laughs> English Shepherd, who is eleven and is still a nightmare. So you know. <laughs> is that Danny? Zinyata. Danny's a good one. Oh. Danny's the best dog ever. Zinyata is she just she just can't seem to figure out. Like she's a herding dog. So she naturally wants to go herd the horses. But the problem is if you're trying to shoo the horses away from you, she'll go around them and bring them back to you. And you're like, wrong way. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All right, everybody, we gotta go. Auditors, hang on. We'll chat for a minute or two. We don't have long, but we'll chat for a minute or two. Everybody else, we'll see you on Monday. Have a great holiday. Happy shopping. Oh boy. Hey, Nigerdale. I'll tell you more about that dog in the show. Zenyatta. Trouble hurting the worst farm dog in the world. Hey, auditors. Uh, thank you. I got to thank the auditors real quick before we talk about Zenyatta some more. Um, they, uh, it was time to pay their monthly fees for being an auditor. Thank you for that. I think we had another record month this month. So we appreciate all of you and we appreciate the new auditors that popped in and hopefully you found out how to listen to the post show or I'm just talking to not you. So, yeah, <laughs> so. not, not you. <laughs> I think we had new auditors again. So we did. We, we did. Monday. We had like four or five this week. So, apparently, awesome. our begging on Monday is working. <laughs> so. Oh God! Oh boy! Yeah. So the dog Zenyatta, we've been having issues. I with forget her. where did you get Zenyatta? Where I forget. Uh, a breeder in North Carolina, oh, and right. we had Boomer at the same time. We had the two. We got the male and the female together, and the male was so crazy. But he was our dog, and we were taking care of him until we had Lucas. And when Lucas started crawling, if oh, Boomer was right. in a, a room 50 feet away and Lucas crawled in the room, you could hear him start growling. Yeah, I remember that. I tried Prozac. We did we did so much stuff for that dog, and it just didn't work. So actually, I found him, like, he's on a 600-acre farm in Washington State. And, and they live, like, at the beach, and they keep swimming. It is a great, perfect home for him because he's crazy. Uh, so Zenyatta is 11 now. And she is all of a sudden attacking my other dogs. 
Danny and her got in a fight so bad the other day, and this is their second fight that I had to actually, I was like, I couldn't get them apart. I was banging on them with a, one of the flex and forks. One more thing these can do is you can <laughs> hit your dog with it. And I'm like banging. They're just like, rawr, rawr, rawr. I ended up, it was right in front of the barn. I turned on the hose and sprayed them with the hose. I was like, I remember somebody spraying, spraying, spraying them with the hose. So I sprayed them with the hose and they separated, but she's just like, I wonder if she's looking. got some neurological going on. Well, I, I talked to a vet and, uh, so I said, you know, what's the deal? And she was like, oh, we just need to do some blood work and see, you know, a whole body x-ray. And, uh, we, we also need to investigate everything and the bill will be $12,000. It it got better. So, um, I, I said, and she's like, but how old is she? And I said, she's 11. She was like, oh, forget all that. It's probably a brain tumor. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, she attacked my tiny Jack Russell and cut his face open. So I mean, like, mm. it's, it's, it's getting bad. And so I said, brain tumor. What? She was like, well, all we have to do is t- we can take her in for an MRI. It's, oh, she said this in front of Chad. It's only $3,000. <laughs> and Chad like, like spit. Takes. You know, you take a sip of something. You're like, I've been in Chad's shoes. I know what that feels like. And I was like, yeah, we're not doing a $3,000. And I was like, what do I look for next if that's what it is? And she said the next thing would be like, you'd look for a seizure or something. But she's she's 11 and she's been very healthy her whole life. So, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. We had a whole conversation last night on the roundtable about euthanasia and how people wait too long. So just keep that mm. in mind. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I have a... I have like a rule with horses. I saw you guys were talking about that, but I have a rule with horses and, and, you know, lameness is a, a a bear. And if a horse gets so lame that it's lame at the walk, then that's when I decide, because if every step hurts, you know, and that's kind of why I had to put, you know, put Chili to sleep because he couldn't bend his knees anymore. So he was like, especially one of them, you couldn't trim his feet. Because he couldn't lift his knee up to, I mean, I was, I was trimmed, getting him trimmed on three grams of butte and he still couldn't do it. So that when I was like, you know, your toes are going to get so long that you're going to trip over them when coyotes are in the field and they're, you're going to go down and they're going to eat. I'm going to find like a dead chili in the field, like happy, it's just all the things in your brain, you know, but if a horse is lame at the walk, then every, and you've done all the things that can be done. That's when I decided with dogs, my rule is like when they stop eating, you know, yeah, and but you sometimes might, that's too far. Yeah, but. that would be too far in this case. What you're going to find, we we had somebody that had a dog that had the brain tumor and did exactly this, started attacking the other dogs, and then very quickly progressed atta- attacking people because oh, they don't yeah. know the difference. So, yeah. you know. We they, haven't had that problem at all. But, yeah, so she said just if you notice a seizure, and I was like, if we start having seizures, that's when I'll yeah. decide, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, if she showed human aggression, but she does not at all. I, like, I gave her a haircut yesterday, you know, and like, uh, she hates it, but she's sat there. She hasn't progressed to that, but that's something to watch out for. But the seizures thing. Yeah, just be careful. It's oh, sad. Thanks. It's all very sad. I mean, that's the whole, th- we talked about it last night. It was sad, but you know what? It's important because we all go through it, you know, you especially us, right? We all go through it many yeah. times through our lifetime, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, we've decided that we're not going to do a dog for a while. I'm just kind of, we're kind of enjoying not having that responsibility. So, and we're traveling more. So having a dog makes, when you travel and have pets, it's a pain in the ass. So it's, yeah. Yeah. 
you know, you don't well, travel as you much. Guys but really went through the ringer with your last dog. Yeah, that, mean, that kind of put me off for a little while. <laughs> I was like, yet I still am on the Greyhound page, the Tampa Greyhound adoption, and I see all these cute doggies, and Jennifer keeps saying, no. And it, she keeps telling me to take the Greyhound adoption off my page, which would have been smart because I'm just torturing myself. But Just get a fucking Basset Hound, man. <laughs> That's the greatest dog ever. Yeah, it you have had good luck with your Bassets, haven't you? I've had three Basset Hounds, and they are all have just been phenomenal creatures. I just love them. They're they're pieces of furniture when you want them to be pieces of furniture. Now, I've never had a basset on puppy. Apparently, they're fairly difficult, but I just get them when they're old and everybody's kicked them around forever, so they're just happy to be here, you know, so I don't know. Well, cool. Well, that's it. We're going to call it a day and a week. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We appreciate it, and thanks again for your support. Hey, real quick, have you seen that Marie Callender ruining Thanksgiving dessert picture thing? I didn't. I looked at it, but I didn't take time to see oh what it was. God. Was somebody, did they leave the cover on it? So, so no. So Sharon Weiss is this person who went on Marie Callender's Facebook page and said, thanks, Marie Callender, for ruining Thanksgiving dessert. And it shows a picture of a pie that is completely black. Like just and they's like they've punched a hole in it, and you can see like the it just the top is completely black and burned. And she went on Marie Callender's page, and uh, the Marie Callender wrote back, Sharon, uh, thanks for your post. We're sorry to hear a pumpkin pie let you down. Send us a message, we can connect. And all the other comments are the greatest things of all time. Uh, Amanda says, Marie Callender's, please send her a larger version of the back of your box. Um, also said, and send it in the mail certified so she can't say she didn't get it and not blame another burnt pie on you. (laughs) (laughs) Another comment was, Marie Callender's, why are you sorry? You didn't cremate her pie. You didn't tell her oven temperature, tell her to set her oven temperature to hell setting. She did that all on her own. (laughs) Another one. You know, there's a little like memes as they ruin Thanksgiving in four words. This one is Sharon White's bringing dessert. <laughs> Allison says, how many days did you bake this for? <laughs> Clarissa says, loses job. Great. Thanks, Marie Callender. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a picture of a, of a school bus and it says Marie Callender's pumpkin pie. And then there's another picture of a train crashing into the school bus and it says Sharon Weiss. <laughs> like it's great. You guys have to watch all of it. Ma'am, sometimes we accidentally make posts that should probably be a private email, but it's okay. Cause we can always delete it after it's been posted. Well, the damage is done here next Thanksgiving though. I would turn the oven down from Satan's <laughs> asshole to more like three twenty five. <laughs> So funny. Oh my God. It keeps going. It's great. <laughs> That's funny. I get it, Sharon. I didn't put enough coffee grounds in the coffee maker this morning and the coffee came out weak. Thanks, Marie Callender. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we say that the, you, you, we believe you should have a license to, like, have a horse and have a child. Some people, uh-huh. you just need a license to live. I mean, uh, they, yeah. Right? <laughs> Have you passed the uh, you own an oven test? Okay, let's practice that. <laughs> you know, sometimes I also think we don't teach the right stuff in high school. Why are we teaching the practical things that people actually use when they get out? I'm no culinary genius or anything, but I'm pretty sure the instructions say to bake those pies, not light them on fire and stick them <laughs> in the broiler. <laughs> 
See everybody. <laughs> My wife left, took the kids, the house, and even the dog, and all I have left is credit card debt. Thanks, Marie Calendar. <laughs> <laughs>